0: You are listening to Backstage at the Naked Comedy Showcase with host Matt Kona. The Naked Comedy Showcase can be seen the first Thursday of every month at 9.30 at Improv Boston, Central Square in Cambridge, Massachusetts, with host Andy O'Faish. Without any further ado, take your clothes off or leave them on. Here is Backstage at the Naked Comedy
1: Showcase.
2: Welcome, everybody, to Naked and welcome, everybody. And afraid. God damn it. <laughs> this is what happens She's when you do mad. a monthly podcast. Welcome, everybody, mad. to Backstage <laughs> at the Naked Comedy Show podcast. This is Matt Kona. I'm uh, the host. The show is produced by Nick David in association with Improv Boston and Andy O'Feish, the mastermind behind the monthly Naked Comedy Showcase here at Improv Boston, first Thursday of every month. So... This is March, and we are here talking to a couple of first-timers, as well as some regular favorites, so let's just introduce our first-timers to the show. Start with Oyan, welcome. Hi. Thank you. It's good to be here. So you, uh, I'll, I'll start with you, because we had a group communal dinner tonight that you guys were all a part of, and you told me that you were kind of inspired by seeing the show before to want to do it.
3: Definitely, yeah. Uh, I I went to the um, Naked show uh, because of an improv class I was taking. It was just a requirement to check out a couple shows, and I was expecting it to be a, a fun, weird time, which it, it delivered. It was that. Uh, but it was also surprisingly moving and uh, made me want to try stand-up. Awesome. So you're in the Improv Boston
2: improv scene and they they just tell you to check out shows now did you know
3: what it was or did you just kind of take a look at the schedule and what days worked for you yeah uh no i knew what it was i was excited about seeing some naked people tell jokes That's like
4: <laughs> oh i can only go on thursday at 9:30 what the <laughs> hell is this
3: that's dan martin the uh
2: longtime closer of the the naked comedy showcase and a favorite of the podcast hi, hi. so he'll uh to try to put you guys at ease it just was dan on the show that you dan was on the show you were on the show yeah uh there were a whole slew of people and it was really great great so yeah. so that made you want to start doing stand-up not just stand up naked very cool
3: yeah stand up in general awesome
2: and next to you are uh lincoln welcome to the broadcast thank
1: you good evening exciting to be here yeah
2: come a little closer there now get a little closer what little is closer. your origin story you were sitting at the far end of the table I was bitten by a spider a radioactive naked spider bit me
4: radioactive naked Dan mine no. bit no, me
1: I've known Andy for a long time uh, most of 20 years I knew him before he started taking his clothes off <laughs> and um good friends and uh we've we've done some various kinds of workshops together and yeah. uh, some of them are comedy some of them are something else and so I've been doing a comedy routine at a um talent show kind of thing, and uh
2: decided to bring it here. Okay, so what? And now, when you say workshops and something else, is that purposely kept vague? Is that something that you <laughs> can speak about? Moderately, it's a, a personal skills workshop.
1: Oh. A
4: hostel where we make yeah. art on a human body, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but
1: is... it's also a, a clothing optional outfit. So, all um, right, this is a not clothing
4: my... optional outfit. I yeah. like the phrasing there. <laughs> yeah. Also a little known fact about Andy O'Faysh actually clothed for half of his entire life. <laughs> Said he knew him before he took his clothes off like ever. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Born clothed. <laughs> yeah, he got a
1: well, at least in public.
2: In utero blue jeans. <laughs> in utero dungarees. That's what they Yeah. Are. What, what are they called? Children's jeans, dungarees. <laughs> Huskies. Yeah. <laughs> so what? What is the the talent show? Is that something that happened recently, or is that something that you worked with Andy to do a, a, a comedy routine on this in the past? This workshop
1: every I mean, Grant no.
2: everything is in the past, but yeah. uh, actually, I'm not doing it until the future.
1: <laughs> no, this workshop uh, every weekend on Saturday night they have a a talent show kind of thing, so that's where I've done it in the past.
2: Okay, so had you attended the talent show before? I mean, what other oh, yeah. what other yeah. Types of talent was on. Oh, they got I'll people display. who sing, people who dance, people who strip—all sorts
1: of fun stuff. Whoa, so, that escalated. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's clothing optional, so you can <laughs> change
2: your option mid-performance.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mid-per- <laughs> and there, there are people who the do the, the reverse strip. They get dressed during their number.
2: Ah, uh-huh, so yes. Fun.
1: By the time you dress,
4: you gotta be done with your act. It's like a, yeah, like a time clock.
2: Yeah, you, you got
4: three minutes.
1: You give yourself a
2: goal, like you set up a little scene. I've done, I've done some, uh, you know, not, not in, in for a public thing, but I've, I've done a reverse striptease, you know, where you just, it's called the sexy getting ready for work thing, where you just sort of move the hips, pull up the pants, and his cat was impressed, tuck it in, yeah, very impressed. (laughs) All right, so, (laughs) um, but you'd never done any performing up until then, like how many times have you done, not a lot, um. No, I've never done anything
1: like stand up before that. So have you been to the Naked Show before? Oh yeah, yeah. I I come here once or twice a year. So yeah. So if you've known yeah.
2: Andy for a while, he's been doing the Naked Comedy Showcase for twelve years, give or right. take. So well, have you I, seen it as it develops? And
1: I I saw him two or three times when he was doing it in private homes before he oh. came to
2: to improv Boston. So <laughs> oh yep. Very cool. Now, I'm mm-hmm. keeping it rough trade. <laughs> yeah. So the comedy routines that you've done at the talent shows, did you exercise your option to be clothing optional for those or have you performed stand up naked? yet? I've, I've
1: done it dressed and I've done it naked. So, okay.
2: Which was first?
1: Um, I think I did it naked first.
2: Ah, uh, see, that's very sure. odd. Awesome. We've, we've met a couple of people that have done their debuts on the stand-up stage naked. And I think that, hey, if you're going to go, that's a good way to yeah. start it off.
1: Yeah. Okay. It's it's a little bit different. You, you know, the half of the audience is naked. You can en- em- uh, envision them putting their underwear on so you can <laughs> see them in their
2: underwear. Or <laughs> yeah, put yourself at ease. So I've never performed in front of a naked audience because at Improv Boston, unlike I Know the Creek in the Cave comedy. I did that one. Yeah, so there are some options. There's some- a lot of... Naked, naked people, people that,
4: but then it's really funny because clothed people are
2: peppered in. So like you might or have you like think a, the, you
5: might, naked you just, are
2: out sorry we'll only talk at the same time. Are the naked people outnumbering the clothed people in the audience there? I couldn't
4: quite tell because you know lights are bright and stuff, and you're naked on stage. So, mm. um, but looking out, I remember seeing a few like clothed people in between gaggles of naked
2: people, and they were sort of like, you know, closed in. Yeah.
3: Like, Ugh, ooh.
4: And they like closed-in
2: or closed-in with a lisp, and they clothed-in clothed, the same. They're
4: clothed-in. <laughs> <laughs> but the clothed people are totally skeeved out by the... Well, not totally. I mean, it's a comfortable environment, but I could see yeah, but some people not wanting to just, like, rub. Do you have sympathy for them? Like, didn't they know that it was a clothing-optional event in the first place? I don't, and I don't recall at the end of the night anybody wiping any chairs, so that's,
2: <laughs> Well, it also... Is, I wouldn't sit on those chairs with my exposed butthole. <laughs> and it depends how how heavy the 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 naked people are drinking, because they have to get up during the show and do the... It was New Year's the, Eve. Oh, uh, heavy. Stuff. Probably a lot of drinking. And there. the
4: only way out was through the audience, so I had to leave a little early to get to a train or something, and I had to climb down a
2: fire escape. Not
4: Wait, you naked, You had to though.
2: leave early to get to a New York City train on New something Year's was, Eve? I
4: had to leave something to get to, to, get to the place I was staying okay. in time to get in. Gotcha. And,
2: uh, were you staying in, uh, Cinderella's coach?
4: Yeah. Uh, it, it's fine if it turns into a pumpkin while I'm in it. I could sleep through the night and bust out in the morning, but I can't get in without leaving. And it was snowing. Ah, well. so you want it to turn into a pumpkin once you're nestled. I got gotcha. you. You know, you don't
2: want to be. Absolutely. That's just a. Yeah. You don't c- be caught on the outs. Just good advice for anybody thinking about staying into a <laughs> into pumpkin. Yeah. Uh, so I guess, uh, <laughs> since you. Since, like, you've, you've done this naked, do you have any different, I mean, I don't know what the type of crowd was for this talent show. Is this a talent show was, in a person's house? The so crowd was is- optional. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's a, a, um, uh, a weekend workshop. So, oh. you know, there are most of 100 people there. Okay. And, um, is it a group run by, like, a group of people, a
4: clothing optional, like, group or a uh, naked community, something like that?
1: They, there are a lot of
4: nudists in the crowd. So. Okay. Is this something yeah. that people can, listeners can attend
2: or, or do you have to be a part of you a, have group, to be part of a certain group? No, they're, they're,
1: um, I mean, it's, they, there are intros and you learn more about what the weekends are all about and, uh, Sounds if like you're inspired. I don't know. It, oh, can you plug
4: the group or is it not?
1: Can you um, it's called the Human Awareness Institute. There you go. Yeah. And, um, it's, uh, something I've been doing for a long, long time. And how did uh, you find it? Um, somebody, uh, a, a friend of mine, I did, um, insight seminars with, uh, told me, Hey, there's this cool group. You want to check it out? And wow. So is there so, like a
4: website or, uh,
1: the website is HII.org
2: and go, you know, folks, check it out.
4: Human awareness.
2: What's the second I for? in the? Yeah, because
3: the
1: ULA Human Awareness H-A-I. Institute.
3: It's H-A-I. My oh, you oh, said H-I-I-I. He, I, he said I, I said I-I-I.
2: Like, I-I. Like, I, like, no, you said that. I did.
4: Oh, okay. Gotcha.
3: Yeah,
2: we said that. Well, Dan, you know, I-I, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> He's my first mate here. Boom. So, Oyan, oh, yeah, I guess you're the the only debuting uh, naked performer. Tonight, since he's got a little bit of sweet.
3: Uh, well, thing. thanks. I mean, I you, we were a team, but now see. we're, <laughs> I guess we've left
2: in the cold. <laughs> Benedict. <Well. laughs> so, what I mean, what are your thoughts going to this? I know you just did the stand up class Dana J. Bynes teaches here at yeah. Improv Boston, and that must have just wrapped up because you said that the class is doing a like, graduation show on Monday, which you can't make to because mm-hmm. you're going to be away. Um, walk us through that a little bit i mean you wanted you did improv and you then you saw the naked show so you thought you wanted to start stand up do you still do improv or are you juggling yeah. the two
3: um i so i only took improv 101 um i play music and uh our touring my band's touring schedule has been relatively heavy over the past decade so uh this was like the first one of our guys had a kid and so this was the first opportunity i had to take improv like back but to have like an eight-week stretch at home basically so improv was that uh my younger brother's taken a bunch of improv here and enjoyed it um and then i saw the stand-up show or the naked show decided to try that and uh we were at home again getting ready for an album release which was great so i was in town again um and uh yeah i, to, wanna- I would love to get back into um Improv, but uh, I like take more classes than that. But uh um, I, it's sort of dependent on schedule stuff. But I've really enjoyed everything I've taken at IB.
2: That's cool. Now, what's the
3: name of the band? You want to shout that sure, out? Sure. Yeah, name play of the band. Uh, Darling Side. I play mandolin and uh, violin, and all four of us sing. So it's sort of four guys around one mic. Wow. And um, yeah, that's that's what I do most of the time. And I'm really happy to spend some time here too, though.
2: Cool. Yeah. Cool. Now you've done improv 101. So did do you and your classmates perform? I mean, just the graduation show, or is that kind of incumbent upon you to go out and make a group or continue to improvise, uh, like jams or whatever? Yeah,
3: the, um, so the improv 101 thing ends with uh, a show, which is great. And I know a lot of the, uh, fellow students in that class went on to do more, um, which I'm interested in doing too. I think, uh, I feel like given the, how extensive the improv, uh, sort of um program is here and my impression is that like there there are jams that happen and some of them are all levels and some of them are like th- 301 and up and that kind of thing so i feel like my toolkit might not be quite big enough to do all of the jams yet uh but um but i would i'd like to get to that point certainly and and it, it, the improv also is less about um doing improv specifically and more just life skills and being a more agreeable person which is I don't know whether that's worked yet, but I'll ask my friends. You seem pretty see agreeable done. so far. Yeah, but you didn't know me before. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. A, <laughs> I might have been a, much better before. You seem pretty agreeable. Yes, I do.
4: I do. I Thank do. you. Yeah, you yeah. Know. I do seem agreeable.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, the good thing about stand-up, and this is just, I had the, in the past, only the briefest time being in a band, but I was the only member of the band that wasn't in at least one other band so it was almost impossible for us to book shows because sure. they were already doing their other things. Other shows, yeah. And so the nice thing about doing stand-up is you don't have to – if you're at least single, even if you're not single, you don't have to coordinate that many schedules to – if you want to get out, just go. Yeah, definitely. Go, that's,
3: been a, that's been a very exciting thing with open mics and that kind of thing. Um yeah, I'm I'm psyched about doing more, and the, we we do a lot of chatter on stage in our group, and so I'm excited for how this stuff is going to inform that too. Yeah,
2: yeah, the banter. So you think that it'll be a little bit weird when the other three guys see you just start to take off your clothes when someone's repairing a string? Or...
3: You know, <laughs> they've looked at me funny when I've done that in the past, and now now yeah. you mention it, I think that's that's yeah. probably <laughs> you're like strings out wings out. Yeah. <laughs> that w- wings. yeah, wings is my nickname for my junk. So that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, wings, <laughs> wings. I heard that about you.
4: is <laughs> <laughs> so called winging it. All right, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you come up with that on the
2: fly? I, well, behind <laughs> the fly. Double. The zipper. All right. Yeah, hey, double, hey, double up. Is this thing on? Is this... Is this thing a microphone? <laughs> all right. So when you're taking the class, what are they? Um, just so anybody that listening doesn't have to take the class, what do you do? No. <laughs> no. Are you going out to open mics and stuff while taking the class, or are you sort of just doing the, the classroom schedule? And yeah. The-
3: um, I, ideally, you are doing like, a, the way that uh, Dana presented it. Uh, so once structure. a week for eight weeks. Once a week weeks? for eight weeks, yeah. And he was just, you know, you, the more you'd put in, the more you're going to get out. So he was encouraging of any and all experience you can get. So I did a couple open mics which uh were good and harrowing in equal measure. <laughs> and okay, uh, walk
2: us through that a little bit. I mean, did you you perform to your classmates at first or? In class?
3: Yeah, you you run a set a few weeks in and keep honing that set basically. Uh and then um So your
2: first time doing stand up was to people that were also in the class. Yeah. Okay. Uh uh-huh. And then what was the first open mic you chose to do?
3: The first one was Comedy Lottery. Here. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. And then the second one was the Middle East. Oh, ah, mm-hmm. yes.
2: Keeping it in Central Square. Central so the square. Middle yeah. East is a little bit different than the comedy lottery. Quite different. Because yeah. you can't have crazy people just wandering in the middle of uh, a given set. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what your experience was. Certainly a lot longer night. Than-
3: yeah, it was It was a very long night. <laughs> I, I got there late too. So or, I got there right when it started. So I was there for about two and a half hours before I got on, which was. Oh, that's not bad. That's <laughs> not for a that's lottery. Not yeah, yeah. It's not.
2: Well, I mean, the Middle East isn't a lottery; it's just sort of uh, oh, the
3: Middle East. I lost track. There. I was moving like, my
2: microphone. Yeah. Lottery
3: was tight. Lottery was like an hour and ten or something like that. Yeah, it was quick. yeah, it was they, cool. they they cap it at mm-hmm. a number. The Middle East
2: can sometimes be like uh, losing the lottery. Yeah, after I've been, got I've been, all the I've, tickets.
4: I've been there.
2: We're yeah. gonna hopefully talk to Rob Crean, who's doing the Naked Comedy to Show oh, yeah. tonight. He, oh yeah, oh yes, cool. He's a uh, uh, one of the co founders of the Middle East Open Mic. He was actually the first person that I met in comedy. That was the first Open Mic that I I ever did that. Performed that was at, like so. one of
4: the first Boston Open Mics I did too.
2: Yeah. I did that back when it, it's now every week and they have upwards to like 50 comics performing on it. And it was not always like that. The first time I did it, it was back when it was bi weekly. And one time I got there. I mean, I got there early the first time I did it, but I still didn't go on until like twelve fifteen. What? So, and that was yeah. What time did it start? Um, back then it it started I think at at nine. Nine. Or, yeah, yeah. It still yeah. starts yeah. at nine. So that was a long night, oh, and, nice. and this is my first time. So the whole time I was just wondering and apprehension, and yeah, trying to, you know, I thought. I, I invited people to it because I didn't want to give myself an excuse to just leave yeah. and not. Did do Did your it. friends
3: stay for three and a half hours? Uh, yeah, yeah,
2: they did. Wow. They did. Are they still
3: your friends? <laughs>
2: <No>. <laughs> well, one is in Siberia in Russia now, so not because, because of that. It, okay. Not because of it, but I like to think maybe <laughs> well, I, it had something to do with it. Also, he was from did Siberia. You find you in, yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> after a while, you yes. end up.
2: <laughs> after a while, you end up
4: developing. Like I'm sure Matt and I have stayed for each other's sets before and other comics. will... Hang out with you, yeah. But it's a lonely road. It is a yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah it's
3: tough. It's a, road a road night I'm not no. gonna forget. It was like, I did my
2: <laughs> st- my set and then I ran to catch the last train of the night. So that's yeah. sort of how it went. But um, where was I going with that? Oh yeah. And what one time I I didn't want to I didn't want to go on super late, so I showed up extremely early one time, and there was almost nobody else there. And I thought, yes, I'm definitely getting up early. And then it it was around 9 o'clock, and I thought, well, there's nobody here at all. And it turns out it was not the week the open mic was happening because it was bi-weekly back then. So you got got up right away. Well, no, what happened was a (laughs) a band started setting up their stuff on stage. So I went up to them, and I said, hey, I thought there was a comedy show here. Do you think I can do a couple minutes before your band? Really? And, uh, and they let me, and it was, it was good because there was people there not expecting comedy. That's so cool that the
3: band lets you do that. Yeah, nor did
2: they receive much comedy when I was performing, you know, Matt <laughs> Kona m- month two. Yeah. And, and, um how were you back then? But it was very, were- it was very weird was when your- people were looking at me and paying attention because that was not something that I was used to have having happened at the Middle yeah. East. How I, were you back then? Do you remember any of your jokes? Oh, yeah. I definitely did. Well, when I started out... All right. Well, actually, there is... Tell me uh, a joke, comedian, man. There's, there's a couple <laughs> jokes that, that I like, and uh, maybe I'll do it tonight. But I, when I started out, I was very into the trying to be so not funny that it was funny. Like I would... Like anti-comedy. Yeah. yeah. And so I would... I'd say, hey, you want to hear a fucked up joke? And then... People clap because they—that's just their conditioned to. And I say, ah, no, I know, I don't know if I should do it. Okay, I'll do it, but it's really fucked up. Why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side? Why? All right, you want to hear another one? <laughs> uh.
3: Cause I fucked it up. Mm-hmm. I said the whole thing. That's, that is, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. That is funny. Thank Wait, I, I'm just you. trying to clarify something timeline here. This was your second month of doing comedy and you were ballsy enough to ask a band if you could just get in front of them. To... Yeah. That is crazy. Whatever. I had already, you know, i had already, well, that's a crazy dude. I'd already taken the
2: tea a half an hour to get there. So I thought, yeah, I'd already bought multiple Narragansett Tall Boys, so I thought, hey, why, wow. why waste a trip? I don't want to wait another week, so. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Did you watch the band? Yeah, I watched them. How were they? They are pretty good. Cool.
2: Yeah. I definitely was grateful that they said, yeah. if they said no, I would have said, your band probably sucks. You would Maybe have said not. that. No, I wouldn't have said that. I would you have would have paid said for your Tall Boys and left. I would have just left. <laughs> like a good boy. Yeah. Yeah. He's Maybe a get cool. a little pita bread for the road. Oh, they have some good food. They do it some good food.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Falafels and whatnot.
2: Lincoln, have you ever been to the Middle East?
1: Not I, for a long time. I could fuck yeah. with the grape leaves. <laughs> I could
2: fuck with them. But do you go out to see comedy outside of the uh, compound? <laughs> outside of the aware Human Awareness Institute. Oh, once, once in a while. Yeah.
1: So yep.
2: he comes here. He's been here. Yeah, well, for sure. I mean, naked comedy. Do you, have you ever seen a? performer that you saw on The Naked Comedy, clothed, to be like, ah,
3: now I remember them.
1: I don't think I have. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That happened to me the day after my first and only, or like the week of my first and only Naked Comedy show. I was very pleased.
2: Yeah. Did you recognize them right away? I mean- I did. Okay. Yeah. I've been, uh, there's some sort of, some- you had to it's take a, your it's dick a, out it depends so there's a no no <laughs> do you have a mole <laughs> i i've been uh here look at this oh it's you matt Kona. <laughs> that's your dick uh, my my face is my beard is up here people <laughs> i've had to do that no but i've had people that they have seen me at the naked show and then seen me at another show and not realized it was me or something mm-hmm. you know i look different with my clothes on there's been times where i've been on the naked show, done crowd work with people in the front row, and then took the tea home. And I noticed that I was sitting next to the people that I was talking to in the tea, and they weren't avoiding me. They just didn't recognize me. Or they were. The or maybe well, they were maybe. Like, I is, like to. We do
4: friendly people. It's we, like Fight Club. They just saw your dick. Yeah. We don't talk about it. They saw the. They <laughs> saw the bruised. If it's your first time, guard up, dick. If it's <laughs> your first time, you have to get naked. Yeah.
2: It's the first time you have to do crowd work.
4: Yeah. to... Hey, how you guys doing? If you would have taken your dick out, they would have been like, this man's, some, some people would have been like, this man's flashing us, but those people are like, no wait,
2: that's Matt Kona. No, he's just saying hello. That's his way. He's saying, (laughs) don't, do you recognize this? This is from my comedy. I heard that guy's a dick. Uh, but look, alright, let me just ask you, since you've seen the naked show, since it came up in the homes of people, how have you seen it change? Have you seen Andy, have you noticed Andy changing through the years or the show develop?
1: Well, the handstand is relatively new.
2: Yeah, Andy does do a, a handstand at the beginning of the show to, to explain me. law. Yes, the laws of Cambridge nudity. He's the
4: only gymnast lawyer this <laughs> side of a Mason Dixon. <laughs>
2: dismount closing no. arguments what's the difference
4: the the name of his television show where he's a naked lawyer would be clothing up <laughs> <laughs> clothing no. uh, clo- clothing argu- arguments oh clothing <laughs> I was arguments
2: trying to say, okay i was like is this a play no, on it? i don't couldn't. watch a, there's a lot of yeah no I lost my dramas movies. i don't watch so
4: clo- mm. clothing arguments instead of closing Argument. Well, and naked. he's a naked sassy lawyer who does he does handstands and splits erection your
2: honor <laughs> overruled overdrooled Overdrooled. awesome yeah all right so we'll let you guys I'm sorry, go back everyone. there valley was the first uh comic on and uh so we'll send you guys back there. please come back after your sets and let me know mm-hmm. how it went we'll do so Thanks Oyan for and Lincoln thank you very much gentlemen do, 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 do. Hey Valley. Hi Dan. How's it going? Hi Matt. Hi Valley.
6: It's great. How are you guys?
2: Good. Thanks for good doing the show again. Uh the last month's podcast just came out today. Sometimes that will I happen. saw that
6: Instagram uh picture.
2: I know. I wish the picture depicted
6: uh, more of the fun also... of the
2: room. Yeah, you couldn't really see Ryan's instrument. I think he had, he had some strange drums and things. Yeah. Oh yeah, Ryan Clausen. Yeah. Yeah, you weren't here last week or last month. I was. I'm, I'm burping. That's why I was. I had a Reese's Peanut that's Butter disgusting. Cup. They're fragrant.
4: Yeah. Um <laughs> Oh, you were? <laughs> I was here. I was on and off. I was across from him at the...
2: Right. Okay. So and he you, had a drum. Yeah. He did. So he no marches musical instruments the, for you this m- month. He marches to the beat Not this
6: it. time. This time I did five minutes of just jokes.
2: Ah, gotcha. Look for Validie's new show, Just Jokes.
4: Just, <laughs> Just the jokes, folks.
2: What are your, I mean, after Nothing having else. done the show so many times, do you mix up what jokes you're gonna do? Did you write, do you try to do new things here? Cause you know it's a big crowd, see how things work.
6: Uh, that's a really good question. Thank I guess, you. um I guess it's, it's almost like you maybe do this podcast regularly.
2: Uh, You know? You would think you had some experience. I've got, (laughs) I've got a a couple, I've got five questions that I mix up and, uh. (laughs)
4: Wow.
6: That's great. Do you do this professionally?
2: Now answer the question.
6: Um, sorry, I'm just too busy complimenting Ah,
4: you. I call it dancing around the fucking question.
6: (laughs) Um, I call it dancing around the bush. Am I right? Naked show. It's true. Dancing around it. Yeah. I just dance. (laughs) Most people beat it.
2: Yeah, you guys I, can't hear no, me. Hit. I'm a pacifist. Valley is wearing a headset and she's dancing around the table. Dance of yes. Uh,
6: do I mix up the jokes? Yes, I do. Um sometimes, tonight specifically, I, I've been trying to figure out what my, like, very, very best jokes are and unfortunately they're all dirty. Like, I don't know.
2: Uh, oh, you mean your very best not dirty jokes? No, or? my very
6: best jokes.
2: Like what does really well all the time?
6: Yeah, the one, yeah. the ones that do well pretty much all the time. Um yeah. So tonight I've just been like trying to figure out what order those go in that like works well in a short
0: set. The best jokes. Your set was those great. <laughs> Your set was really good. Oh, you heard it. Oh you. my god,
2: I was laughing my ass off. That's really so nice. Good. How are you yeah, yeah. sitting down? That's Nick David, the voice of the. <gasps> He's sitting on his legs. <laughs> we kicked him out of the first segment. We didn't have enough mics, but yeah. Yeah, so I just had to go go back so and yeah, check the show. So yeah, Nick doesn't always what get happened? to see the show, so it's kind of
0: cool.
4: You said you uh-huh. laughed your ass off. I said, how are you sitting down? Oh. Valley said, he's sitting on his legs. And, yeah. and then we had a laugh. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: I like it. It's enjoyable. And now we're all caught up. <laughs> Welcome
6: back. Listen, Welcome. <laughs> no,
0: your, your weed and alcohol joke, I really like a lot.
6: Thank you. That's
0: really great. And the Everybody at home, really come
6: to the come to the live show. <laughs> you can see I'm going to pretend you, you asked me a it.
4: question. I like to mix it up.
0: Well, Dan, no, listen, Dan when you mix it up, listen, about I wasn't even. DJ
6: <laughs>
4: I wasn't even in the room, and I know My, nobody asked nobody you that, Dan. My <laughs> initials are actually TJ.
2: I'm Daniel John. Um, do you I was do born DJing to rock. naked? I do. I use a a needle <laughs> dick. You call it DJ. E-N-U-D, because
5: <laughs> you mix up. DJ Needle Dick. That's DJ that I Nut?
6: Do- No, I don't know.
0: DJ Nut. Yo, 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 DJ Needle Dick up in this piece right here. We about to rub one out. Because you use <laughs> the needle.
2: Well, use the needle to scratch and, you and scratch G-Z. your Needle Dick.
6: So.
4: We about to rub one out.
2: DJ Jesus Martin.
0: Christ.
6: Good. Era, era, clean as a whistle. Listen, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm
0: trying to be a broadcast journalist here. I call um, this cleaning my gums. Rinse and repeat. <laughs> Just rinse and repeat. That's all.
6: <laughs> Back to your question real fast. Uh, oh, yes, so last yes, time right. I did the show, I brought two instruments, and I hadn't done very many shows where I brought instruments on. So that was like, I felt like here was a good place to try that out.
2: Okay. And yeah, have I you, it was kept, very you funny? Yeah. And have you been doing that since then at uh, other shows? Are there I one had, or two of the instruments.
6: Not to toot my own horn, stuff it's tough to have
2: to drive. Well, it if you bring a horn, you should toot it. Bleep. Oh my god!
0: <laughs>
6: what a bad horn! I don't know. Cut. If um, you
0: listen to the last podcast. Yeah. The little improvisation <laughs> that you and Ryan Clausen did at the beginning of the podcast last week. I yeah. cut out a nice snippet of that and <laughs> I'm using that as the in-between, oh, in- so in-between nice. segments now. I got a nice little segment that's just nice and succinct
2: and it, and it works out.
6: That's so nice. Yeah. Um,
2: well, he's only doing it because the beatbox guy we got before sent him a cease and desist letter. So <laughs>
6: so <was>
2: just,
6: yeah. <laughs> he, I sent that Gwyn- to
2: him too. Gwyn? Devin Gwynn. Devin Gwynn. Devin Gwyn. like i sent him one too, because I
6: wanted him to stop beatboxing. <laughs> yes.
4: I'm like DJ Martin, who's always ready to rub kidding, one out. Just kidding,
6: Devin, you your grave.
4: <laughs> Let's rub one out. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
6: Rub one out, DJ Little Dick.
4: That's my new tagline. DJ, DJ Martin, and,
6: rubbing DJ, it out. DJ and did a dizzle. Do you ever rub one out while you're officiating marriages?
4: Yeah, I get behind the ones and twos and I rub one out. <laughs> <laughs> this is for the newlyweds. Whoa, whoa.
6: If your officiator is also your DJ. Yeah. It's very cheap. Yeah. It's very I had a my, yeah. my
2: my I have one DJ joke where I say that my name would be DJ Bedpan just so my hype yeah. man could say DJ Bedpan on the ones and twos. Yeah. He's the baby. shit. Yeah. yeah. He's the shit. And also the DJ miming it out, act out. It Looks yeah. like scrubbing out a bedpan. You know, bodily fluids or... Are- <laughs> to me, I feel
6: like bedpan sounds like a breakfast thing. Because pan...
2: Try pan, new bedpan.
6: Like, I don't think the imagery of that
2: Well, sometimes makes sense. breakfast makes its way to a bedpan. And, and here, now
0: the new... Probably every time. When, when you were doing that movement back and forth with you your arms, I, hand hand. Wasn't, I wasn't thinking scrubbing a bedpan, but for some reason I felt like you were... Had had surgery and you were just trying to put your shit back together. You're like, mm, no one can every, see you, Nick, on the radio. I, I woke up a little early. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Like a shawl or something. I don't know. See, Valley yeah, that, had a that's joke about way too much weed.
2: Valley right had a joke about <laughs> weed and alcohol. Nick yeah. just had a comment inspired, holy <laughs> by weed up, and alcohol right there. Yeah. You think I was installing. putting my chest back together after surgery? <laughs> pretty sure they have a doctor do that for you. But, not if you're uh, made of Legos. Yeah, not if, <laughs> not, if you, not if you wake up early. Damn, you yeah. know, you make a good point. I, now I introducing do.
4: the bedpan. <laughs> Never leave your bed in the morning. Make your eggs right here. <laughs>
0: the bedpan. DJ, bedpan on the ones and twos. Now now with bed grill.
6: Keep yeah. it clean. Bed, uh, stick and span.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, we talked about not
2: letting this digress well, on the way
0: in here tonight. It's all digression
2: like. when you're dealing with... Uh, and digestion. ...with no no Mike Stan Dan Martin.
0: <laughs> I'm holding it. Yeah.
2: yeah.
6: It's very no Mike free, Stan free love.
2: Yeah. I'm
6: rubbing one out.
2: So, Jesus (laughs) fucking Christ. We're going to rub this out of the edit bay. All of my DJ masturbation
4: jokes are in. They're in.
2: (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, Dan's penis does have grooves in it. So, it is like a vinyl record. Like a Sunday afternoon. At least
6: your jokes hit because you can't hit it except for your wife. (laughs) You implying I beat my wife? No, like you hit it, like you tapped that. Oh!
2: Sorry, I went the other way with it. No.
0: Yeah, like she's (laughs) like, that's all you're getting, kid. That's all you're getting. Yeah. That's all you're
2: getting. Do you make love to your wife at 33 or 45 RPM? Um, 33
6: or 45 years old and nothing in the middle.
0: No,
4: I, so what I do is I, yeah, 45 because it's slower. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Wait.
6: Rhythms. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking Revolutions miles per, per hour. Minute.
4: Yeah. Revolutions per minute. Yeah. Or 33 would be slower, right? Cause yeah. Mm. You want more, you want less repetition. That way you last longer. Yeah. Because 33. My dick is, is warped. 33, that's the LP. That's the long play. You know, you don't want
2: to get that.
0: <laughs> Listen, man.
2: <laughs> Alright, we're getting a All little
4: right. too violent. I'm no seven. <laughs> with our I'm, no, I'm no seven song demo. You know, I go the whole. <laughs>
6: Uh, you you don't want, want to be. You want to be an eight track. You want to be <laughs> one step above. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. If, Fine audio. <laughs> you,
6: uh,
0: you know, Dan. I always said okay. th- I. I've always said that about you, Dan. Is you are the eight track of Boston comedy. That's what I. I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, yes. use technology I about- <laughs> technology that'll never go out of style. I think, perfect. That's what I tell I
4: people. Bought a two thousand fifteen also- Nissan. Uh, Ultima shit. with an eight-track player. In it. What?
6: No, no shit. You would have
4: had Snap. to put yeah, that in shit. there. That's yeah, no, bullshit. Yeah, no.
6: That was the dumbest thing I've ever yeah, it's done.
4: Bluetooth. <laughs> Which
6: is the to track mean, <laughs> uh, You know, hipsters
0: are gonna make that. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely already made. There's I definitely think a the there's guy definitely who definitely
6: would a... pay money to and like spend a lot of hours to learn how to install an eight-track in his car. He like <laughs> takes out the CD player and I would only do that to
4: a friend. Just take their. Lovely Bluetooth output in an A track player.
5: <laughs>
4: Welcome yeah. to my world.
5: Um, hey,
2: speaking to uh, speaking of welcoming people to of our A-track world, players. we've got Rob Crean joining the podcast. Hi, Hi Rob. Hey, guys. Hey, Rob. How are you? Thanks for being here. You brought a book. I brought a book. Oh, the book written by Patton Aswalt, uh
7: for ex-wife. Yeah. I guess form. I would say, I would say ex-wife. <laughs> I feel like ex-wife is saying an in, insensitive way of saying it. I feel like yes.
6: late wife is late the wife. correct. That's
7: term. right. That's exactly the term late
2: wife. But to, like, well, right. that implies that she didn't hit the. She's never dead showing line up, up for the again. <laughs> she
4: didn't. She's never going to show <laughs> up anywhere again. So she's she perpetually yeah. late.
6: Better late than is that what dead. that means?
4: <laughs> like, is late? You say the late someone. It means like they're dead. late. They're not coming. No, it means they're they're dead. Like Better they were late than a person and now I know, but where did we get it? Like, how does it?
6: Cause One time, someone work. was late to a function because yeah. they were dead. And their friend was like, oh, don't worry about Bill. He's on his way. He's late. And then it turned mm-hmm. out Bill mm-hmm. dead. <laughs> Bill, Bill dead. Bill <laughs> <laughs> dead.
4: I think that checks out. I'm not even going to Google it.
6: Should I answer Matt's question before I leave?
2: Yeah, yes. it's been 10 minutes. Why not?
6: Uh, Bill Dan. So
2: the question. Put your damn mic in the stand, Dan.
4: I'm making noise. Oh,
2: Welcome to chaos, Rob. So It's fun. Tell Rob what I asked you. What um,
6: Rob, so mm-hmm. Matt asked me if I last time I did the show I did musical comedy and he asked me if I've continued to do uh, those songs places and right after that show I started preparing for a long set where I wasn't gonna do music hmm. so I didn't really do music anywhere and I just prepped prepped my joke jokes
7: oh okay so what was the why did you choose not to do music in the longer set
6: I was like I kind of thought maybe I'll do it at the end or something but I like that The musical comedy that I am at to me doesn't, I don't feel as confident about the presentation of it because I'm just like learning how to perform music in public. Like I don't have the, what's that called?
2: Chops, chops.
6: Mix. yeah, the chops to like. Hutzpah works. So, like, I maybe know the song and I know the chords and stuff, and I can perform it. But, like, the stuff bringing the guitar onto my body, taking mm. it off of my body, uh, t- like explaining that I'm about to do the song, I don't have all of that like practice yet, enough to do it on the level that I can do the, the show you yeah, know? Yeah. Yes, showmanship. Yeah, yes, showmanship is exactly the word. I like didn't have that, so I was like.
2: I mean, I've never performed <laughs> with a guitar on stage, but. I feel like putting a guitar on. You don't need to explain that you're about to play a song. I perform next so you to See
6: this. You know what? You're so right, and yeah. next time I'll do it.
2: I perform next to guitars and in front of drums. Yeah,
7: I do it all the time. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I I did a thing once where I inherited an empty guitar case from a a friend's touring band, and they uh, uh what's it called? I they got a new guitar case, so they gave me the old one, and I. Went to a music open mic and I just put my notebook in the case, brought it on stage, opened it up, took the notebook out, and said my first song is seven minutes of jokes, and that's that's what I did. And I still have the guitar case. That's pretty good. So yeah. Anyway, why you did you go first? So and you lovely. gotta leave. You're you're leaving now. You yes. have to go. Just
6: you guys are so great. Bye. All right, thanks,
2: Valley D. Thanks. I think. Oh, goodbye, everyone. Dan, Andy heard that you were taking up too much of the podcast, so. Watch me to go do the. Audience. Oh, the audience jokes. Rob, uh, you haven't done the Naked Comedy Showcase in a while. Yeah, I think it's been like
7: probably six years, maybe. Yeah. Wow.
2: That is a long time. Cause the yeah. whole time that I've been doing it, you must have like stopped the week before. And I've definitely mm. been around you on Wednesdays where I tried to get you to come down, but. Yeah. It,
7: I used to do the horse's mouth, which is, was down the street, and
2: uh, the there's a couple
7: times where I tried to make it, and it just it just didn't end up working time wise. This is boring.
2: Well, no, we want to <laughs> know all your excuses for not. No. I've got
7: lots of excuses for not doing the show in the past.
2: All right, six, but six years is a long time. We thought yeah. it was a big gap when Ryan Clausen didn't do comedy for two years, and, and he came on.
7: Yeah, I've but- been doing comedy this whole time. I just haven't. I haven't done the naked show.
2: Is there a reason for that? Is, is it something that you wanted to? You were just burnt out on doing it. Were you doing you know, it a I'd,
7: lot? I I don't think I ever did it a lot. I did it, you know probably a handful of times, maybe, probably less than a half dozen times before, and then I just you know I I don't know I I just uh didn't hadn't done it for a while, and then I ran into Andy uh, on the street a couple weeks ago and he was like, you should come to the next show. And I said, okay. And that's how you got here. Now I'm now done it. But did you do something? I feel like you told me you did other
2: things like sketch or you did something that wasn't stand up on it before.
7: Um, yeah, I did do a, yeah, I did do a sketch with my friend Adam at the Oberon. Oh man, that was so long ago. The late Adam Hout, uh, who, uh, yeah, we did a sketch. Yeah,
2: one of the uh, it was three folks that you started the Middle East with. Yeah. I, I remember meeting him very early on and The Early Miss, great guy. Very active in the music scene, too. Yeah. And so you did a sketch with him. Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah, we did a sketch. I can't remember. That used to happen s-
2: more often in The Naked Show. Yeah. There was sketch and sometimes improv.
7: The Naked Show, almost all is, every time I've done it, it's been great. That one was rough. It was at the Oberon and it was for some reason very underattended. I don't know what happened that uh, particular show, but it's pretty tough to do, to do sketch naked in a room that is mainly empty, but at the back there is a mirror so you can see your naked <laughs> self reflected back at you. Uh it was very
2: <laughs> and overall we were, we quite, had, we're
7: quite disconcerting the whole all yeah. of it the whole package. Yeah, like I find it uncomfortable at the at, at the burn when doing stand up when I can see my reflection but <laughs> I'm the fully bar. clothed yeah. and I'm doing stand up which I'm more comfortable with <laughs> but doing sketch naked watching myself it was whew, it was rough.
2: Yeah, and we were yeah. talking earlier um if you want to jump out, Chris is here and she's runs, runs a sextac- sextacular show mm-hmm. that, that has a show that's coming up at Oberon, and Oberon can be a difficult room to perform stand-up in anyway because you got the high ceilings, mm-hmm. and if the crowd is distant
7: or spread apart around by the bar, it's tough. yeah I've had good and bad experiences there. Uh, I've had some shows that were great and other shows that I, I didn't connect as much as well as i wanted to but it's tough i I feel like with stand-up i i just i can perform most places with stand-up and, and have an okay time but doing sketch it's just you're locked into the script so it's like if the audience doesn't like it you can't be like let's try something different you just have to keep doing the same sketch that they don't like
2: mm-hmm. you know uh just on a side note chris have you done shows at oberon i know the spectacular show started out here at improv boston but uh is this your first time doing it there
8: yeah, we started here 3 years ago. We've been here for 3 years and this is the first time branching out um and we're going to Oberon for our first show, but we're a variety show. So we're yeah. doing burlesque and stand up and storytelling and rope bondage and um possibly aerials acroba- aerials, yeah. acrobatics. So it's a lot of different things, but we're keeping in mind the fact that you know, it's a different kind of venue. Mm.
7: Yeah, well, and I, I've had some great shows there too. I just, mm-hmm. just one show. I don't, and other people seem to have a good time at this show what too. What was like, the sketch? Do you remember? I don't, you know what? I don't remember it. I just remember that we had a phone. Yeah. I remember that we had like an old fashioned rotary phone that we were talking on and I, that's the only thing I can remember. Uh. I remember carrying a rotary phone <laughs> naked. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's the only thing I can remember. I really yeah. wish I could remember which sketch it was. I think we maybe did a couple sketches, but. Yeah. Yeah, between things. So did you
2: go on tonight already? Yes. Okay, cool. So now. talk us through that. How is it? Is it good to be back? And I know you do stand up mm-hmm. all the time anyway. You do the Middle East open mic on Tuesdays, the gas up for Friday, Great Scott. Mm-hmm. Many, other shows besides that?
7: Uh, yeah, I do the uh, eight o'clock at seven thirty show at, uh, at seven thirty tavern across the street. And I do the nightcap here on Fridays at 11.30 in Pro Boston. So yeah, I do. Those are the those are the four shows that I'm running now and uh,
2: but how is the the show tonight was it different I mean going back doing it naked after the long gap did it feel like in miss a beat I mean you're obviously uh, a very different comic yeah. in the six years that have gone
7: by since then for sure yeah uh, it felt good I, yeah I don't know I mean um, I felt it's funny because I felt less self-conscious about my body than I did the last time even though I'm I'm probably way fatter than I was the last time I did it, but I'm way thinner than I was like a year ago. So even though I probably look worse than the last time I was naked on that stage, I like feel much better about my body just cuz, you know, I just went just got, you know, what have you done to me, the lately? crevasse, you know? It's sort of, yeah, just yeah, got down, you know, got real out of shape and then you know, The I sucks, doesn't it? It does. It really does. No.
0: crevasse no. <laughs> the crevasse of life ah, Matthew. Okay, okay, right. the crevasse it's, it's of life metaphors gotcha. yeah.
2: and did you, did you do your set too yeah, I did my set. chris you uh tell us how it went i know you said you had some props you were to sit on the floor <laughs>
8: <laughs> yeah it went really really well it was the first time i did any of this material before i was trying to make it come together this morning it was not working Up until like an hour before it was kind of okay but I didn't have an end and it ended up going very smoothly and I'm very happy about it. I talked about how we live in the future now and you don't need to take mirror selfies. There's a timer on your fucking phone. That's such a good point. Yeah. Yeah. No more mirror selfies. Yeah. Unnecessary.
2: And we we don't have to see what the random sink or roll of toilet paper looks like. Yeah. And why is everyone always looking down at their phone in the mirror selfies, too? You know, they're never looking at the mirror. It turns just, out that's super creepy looking. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe that's it.
7: And Just take the time, take the timer, get the photo that way, and then Photoshop in fireworks behind you. I mean, <laughs> why isn't everyone's photo have fireworks Photoshop behind them? I mean, everyone loves fireworks. I know. And so many people take pictures of fireworks on 4th of July, which is... Dumb,
2: but they should dumb. save
7: those and use them for <laughs> selfies. Yeah. A picture of just fireworks terrible, but yeah. a pic- picture of fireworks as background, is yeah, that's kind of picture.
2: And not just stock fireworks, ones that they took with love, and yeah. they were at a barbecue <laughs> in Cambridgeport. Hmm. We got a lot of helpful suggestions so far today. just <laughs> a t-shirt company. Yeah, um, were you out there for the audience member part of the show? No. Okay.
8: I just went on, I was second up and then I came right back here.
5: Ah, gotcha. Cause
2: mm-hmm. so we have the audience that, uh, ask for jokes sometimes. So Rob, if you were, I know you were talking to us while they did that part, mm-hmm. but if someone were in need of a joke, what would you give them? Would you give them a stock joke? Would what? you give them one of yours? One of my jokes or, uh. I mean, you could do either one cause mostly I, when I've been back there, I've given them, street jokes yeah but there's been some times where i've been like i'll give him one of mine yeah. and been rebuffed and, and, <laughs> yeah, and that's and, my favorite and so it's, my, it's it's kind of a recurring no, conversation now what up. else you got yeah, yeah. Um, so, fuck that. so about something less hacky huh yeah. <laughs> not, they've never said that but
8: they thought it real loud they've yeah
2: they've just been like what what
7: no. i feel like if i had to give someone a joke quick i might do one of my own just because i all the street jokes I know are too long. I think I don't. I can never remember the short street jokes. Yeah,
2: but that's true. I could. I yeah. for some reason I have, I guess Kelly Bundy syndrome. If I I remember one thing and then I lose the other street jokes, I can only remember the most recent street joke. I've heard, yeah, and I don't hang out with a lot of people to tell street jokes, so I would just repeat yeah. the same one every single time. But then I think one time I was back there with the other comic that told it to me and he gave it to someone else and then someone else asked me for a joke and I just heard him suggest this to someone else. So maybe that's why I panicked and told him one of my own. And he's yeah. like, no, no, no. And said, um, <laughs> he saw the panic in your eyes as you were telling him the joke, but it wasn't from the joke. It was from the
0: situation. Yeah. Yeah. So just riff, man. Said, just yeah. riff. Yeah. <laughs> ask what do everyone you, how they're doing.
7: Well, you, there's a thing. When people find out you're a comedian, they ask you to tell a joke. What do you do in that situation? Like if someone's like, tell me a joke. Uh, I, I either
2: tell them that it's not – how it works this is not the optimum situation for that it's yeah. a lot different with a crowd than with an expectant individual mm-hmm. or i tell them uh something dumb that actually that got brought up earlier before you guys were back here where um actually it was something that i've done that i because we were talking about the first time when i did comedy at the middle east where i said doing here fucked up joke why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side? Yeah. And 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 so then I'll say that, and they'll say why, and I'll say,
7: see, this is why I don't <laughs> <laughs> tell you. That. Yeah. I. The thing I do when people ask me to tell a joke, I just do a monologue joke. Cause it's like, <laughs> well, at first I say, it's not going to work. You're not going to laugh. It's not going to be funny. And then if they're like, come on, and then I just tell them a monologue joke because they won't laugh, but they'll recognize the format and they'll like, no, oh, that was a joke. You, know? <laughs> was a joke. Yeah. you certainly did tell me a joke. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They like, it's, it's a familiar format and that's, you know. Yeah. You can't,
0: you can't ever show anybody those pictures, Chris Connolly. I got you. Yeah.
8: It happened right now. It's <laughs> too late.
0: It's already on Instagram. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> We live in the future. No, well, you can't show anybody those see? pictures because then your joke's void. You can't get, everybody be shit. You can't get anybody shit for no, taking this, a, this, a mirror selfie. No, this is yeah, not a mirror, mirror
8: selfie. It's oh, a, oh it's a, a
0: mirror. Oh, it's a mirror in behind. Oh, Wait, I get it. the front, front, front camera. camera. Front. This is
8: still from the oh. current.
0: yeah. It's not the future. It's, it's, it's the past. It's fine. It's is how the people steam engines, it's now. Steam
2: engines. Steam engines. Steam engines. Yeah. Um... Yeah, shit. So Nick, if you were to give someone a stock joke to do, Jesus Christ, right, you yeah, just give that. them a passage from the Bible, to say <laughs> yeah.
0: like Corinthians, Corinthians five seventeen. Yeah, uh, uh, I don't know, man. I I'm 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 of the same thing as you, except I have a zero tolerance capacity for street jokes. Yeah, Dang. I hear them, and then sometimes if they're really funny, I'll tell them to a friend again, and then they, then I don't do it again, and then they're gone. So I don't have. I can't think of a single straight treat joke. I would be put on the spot. I would have panicked, just like you panicked, and I'd probably give them s- something short and stupid that I wrote. Yeah, I and mean, I, basically, I just
7: scour my hard drive for shit. And- Should we tell a joke? Should we all tell a, a joke that you would use in this situation? Okay, I'm gonna go last,
0: but go ahead. But I, I'll do it. But uh, give me a second because I need a second. All right. You got one in
7: your mind? Yeah, yeah, I'll okay. do a monologue joke. Um so, uh, this is a, I don't know if you guys saw this in the news, uh, a California insurance website, they just released a list of the best and worst things to eat while driving a car. Uh, the top of the list, best things to eat while driving a car, uh, french fries, pretzels, potato chips, bottom of the list, pussy. It's just, it's too dangerous, you can't see the road. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. So, yeah, people will – they'll hear that and they'll be like, oh, that's a joke. Yeah. You know, they won't laugh. I mean, you guys laugh, but it's different. <laughs> yeah. Place. But, you know. Well, we knew. But people that are like, tell me a joke, they never laugh. Yeah. yeah.
2: And then you say, come out to the Rob Green show every month at Orion's in 2011.
7: Mm. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's where that's probably where that joke is from. Sure. <laughs> it's an old one.
2: I don't like the one that – whatever. I don't want the one that I would say to – uh because it's – I know people that have been hurt in this way, not by the joke, but by the subject matter of it. It's what do you get when you cross a highway with a bike killed? That's
7: <laughs> <it's> pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can I tell one of yours? Sure. Oh, th- I love this joke. Uh, this is <laughs> but a but joke. keep in mind that many audience volunteers would uh would pass on it. Yes, <laughs> probably, but it's so good. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard about this. Uh, A woman in Maine just she killed herself by overdosing on helium. Uh, Her last words were funnier than they would have been otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) Such a good joke. Do you
0: do you wait that beat too? Do you wait that that same little beat? Oh Uh, yeah. Beat funnier, nice. Yeah, yeah thank you. Nice, yeah. nice.
7: I tried to give it. A d- I hope that was a true.
0: No, that was good. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I. I don't think I've ever heard you do that jug before. It sounds yeah. like one that w- I would know. Oh,
2: it's, yeah. But I, like I don't. I don't maybe know that I'll, I know Maybe that I'll one. do it tonight. shit! Tonight? tonight I'm doing all requests. Oh, all right, cool. All <laughs> requests, powerful. Oh, Are you gonna come guys. back out do another reset at the at the end? Are you gonna do another one request set? I yeah, I think so. If you, if you request it, if you. <laughs>
0: And then come back in here in the room, and then Rob and I will just request an encore. Yeah, just from all different kinds of comics, though.
2: Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to do my fucked up joke <laughs> and then that. Although th- this is a-, a dated fucked up joke, but I, I forgot about it until um, John Paul Rivera mentioned it to me. But after I do the the first couple <laughs> fucked up jokes that people don't get, I say, you, you want to hear a fucked up Michael Jackson joke? Uh, and on- And it was after he died, so I said, in honor of Michael Jackson... Kmart is having a sale. Little Boy's Pants half price. <laughs> 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 They're half price. Jesus they Christ. cost half as much. <laughs> yeah. Because the real hack street joke is Little Boy's Pants half off. Yes. But half price is fucking it up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm bad. I'm bad. What do you want? Really, really,
0: you want. really bad.
2: Anyway. anyway. But Chris, when you come here, because you... Um, have done comedy outside of this but you're more of, uh, telling stories and, and doing things like that so when you're coming to the naked comedy showcase are you tailoring stories to this bring things here specifically for this time or
8: i make shit up on the train on the way in and then i usually come with it if i'm really tired i'll do the joke about the time my hand got stuck in a pussy <laughs> and you're, all of kills. it oh yeah it got and you know it's vacuum seals sometimes Oh, Which shit. I didn't know until my hand was stuck in there and I couldn't get it out. And it's like a you- Chinese finger trap. You just can't. Jeff, you to, like, slide <laughs> oh, a no.
7: butter knife in and just kind well, of. Oh, you, God. You
8: can, it turns out if you lift up on the clit. But mm-hmm. I didn't know and I was panicked. So I was like flailing instead of just like thinking this shit through. Hmm. Or apparently, if she just moves just the right way as you're pulling and freaking out, because we're about to try to call 911, but the phone is over there, and we're on the bed.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Oops. Uh, you could have been naked with a phone in your hands. I had no memory of this. I listen, we were, talking, we, were,
0: <laughs> we were talking at dinner about the show. A, I, have a, I have a funny story that I almost told at the Winter Circle the other day, but I... I didn't know how to be funny on Tuesday. I just couldn't find it in me to be funny.
7: So yeah, I, just I, I run the Middle East open mic every Tuesday. I've been <laughs> being not funny for 13 years. Nice. How's that going? Uh, it's a nightmare. Oh, 53
2: Jesus. comics this last week I saw the yeah. list or something. Jesus. It's like
7: 50 every week. It's a nightmare.
2: Yeah, when, cause what are you doing? You're just saying names at at certain point because you don't want it to go until 1am. I mean, mm. you're like, oh, it's great to tell jokes at 9, but I'm here until 1, and I stop telling jokes at, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I haven't been there in a long I mean, time either, so. I'll
7: squeeze in a few jokes, but, uh, you know, not, not, it's, it's definitely brief. Yeah.
0: How have you not gotten so shit-faced at this point that you've lost that gig?
7: Well, uh, how is that possible? I just don't think that it was possible, because me and John Paul, who I used to co-host with, got, we used to get so drunk. John Paul on, I think twice, has stepped on a table and had it flip over. <laughs> Which is, you're not even supposed to step on tables. No. Let alone... Have, I don't
2: know if John Paul would want me to tell that story. But you got to be real drunk to stand out in terms of being a problem drunk at the Middle East. <laughs> so many problem drunks just come in off the street and, sure. and cause a ruckus. Yeah. Oh, man.
7: Yeah, we used to... Uh, yeah. I, I haven't gotten super drunk there in a long time, but we used to get... Uh, yeah, I mean... We don't get paid very much, so it was kind of like we're like, "Oh, we gotta."
2: Do they give you beers too? Yeah, okay. yeah. We,
7: they would kind of take care of us at the bars. Yeah, you like,
0: got to make up for it somewhere. Yeah, you feel like you're getting your money's worth. Yeah. But,
7: <laughs> oh boy. Oh, I haven't. Yeah, I've <laughs> I haven't been drinking at all lately, so I've just been. I
0: I just try to think of th- after 13 years, <laughs>
7: going to one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's oh, it's, I, I
2: yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, what have you? What have your Wednesdays been like in the last 13 years? Do you,
7: yeah, I mean, I don't know, I, I, I don't need yeah. a lot of sleep really, so it's, yeah. I don't really notice. I, I, I don't, I also am just like not in touch with my body really, so I just will be.
2: Alright, thank Tony you Chris. And when is the spectacular Chris Show? Chris it's a uh...
8: spectacular Show is at Oberon on June 10th. Thank you so much, and you guys have a beautiful night.
2: Awesome, thank you, you too. Thank you, Chris Connolly everybody. And thank you Rob Crean, check out Anderson Comedy on Facebook, he mentioned a ton of shows he does. He, Middle East on Tuesdays, go, don't sign up, he just wants to go home. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Wednesdays, right here in Central Square, every Wednesday at the 7.30, uh, 8 uh, o'clock yeah.
7: at 7.30. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, yeah, and, and if you wanna, I have a half hour of stand-up that you can watch on YouTube, just look. Yeah, look and it's and Crean.
2: it's on your Twitter, is that the yeah, pinned post? Pinned. Yeah. So, if, at Rob Crean. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And, uh, cool, we're gonna fi- find out how it went with Orion and Lincoln after this all right, welcome back, Oyan. We will start with you since you know Lincoln abandoned you and he's been naked before no uh how, how is the how did it go? Oh shit, okay, how did it go? You guys answer and I will leave and listen to I have to that go sounds up next. great. Yeah, you go. So you guys just talk about your experience and how it's gone back and forth.
3: Great. And Awesome. Uh yeah. Uh I had a great time. Uh it was I didn't even think about the fact that my penis was flying around once, I don't think. Uh I looked down once, but uh but the audience was great and uh it felt really welcoming. I had a, had a great time. Lincoln, how about you?
1: Yeah, it was a good time. Um the lights are pretty bright. It's uh uh, a little bit disorienting to to basically see nothing in front of you. Yeah. But uh, it it was pretty easy.
3: At, um, at the uh, talent shows that you've done, are, are the lights like that at all, or no, is it no, no. very different?
1: They, they, I mean, they have a bit of stage lighting, but it's not blinding like this. So yeah. You can see the audience and you know gauge your reaction and that right, kind of right. thing. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 It's a
3: trippy thing. Mm-hmm. Did you have a lot of folks who whom you knew in the audience?
1: Um, there were three or four. Okay. Um, i, I couldn 't really see it. yeah that's but, fair there, there are a couple I know that were there, but yeah. uh, um, not that many, so
3: yeah, I could hear my brothers laugh, and that was about it i didn 't know anyone else i don't think, but
1: but it was a good time, and uh, yeah, uh,
3: went you, fast and do you still feel a rush when you are naked in front of people, or is it not is the, it just not a big deal at this point
1: the the naked part no the, okay the, the doing i mean you've got much more experience with comedy than I do, so <laughs> I, I get a rush from the, the the stand-up piece but uh not so much the naked piece
9: that's funny kona told me to come say hi hey hi. how you doing everyone will lincoln lincoln oyan oyan lincoln yeah. and oyan a pleasure how are y'all doing great Pretty what good. are we chatting about we just talking about
3: nudity uh first times around on on the show for yes both of us yeah yes yeah. okay
9: and how have you already said how it was or should i ask a different yeah
3: question? Bo- both of us had had generally
9: positive experiences they were so fun hey man Hey, good to see you. Doing well. Matt said to jump on. All right, I've done the. I've done the podcast before, so dig it. You know, get down. No, Get oh, down I, with your bad self. Oh, you know, break dance and what not. Way, way low. You can't see, but I'm break dancing right now. You are. All your legs are going every which it's direction. Crazy. It's crazy. lovely. I've brought my own cardboard. <laughs> I've duct taped it to the floor.
0: I was in a, listen, this is a recurring theme on this show. Okay. Cause I've talked about it several times, but I was a break dancer. I did. I was, a, yeah, I was a token white kid, man. What are you I was talking the, about? The, listen, man, when I was 12 years old, the, listen, I was it. I was a 12, I was a little 12 year old. 12? Yeah, yeah. How would you even know about it? Kid... Listen, they had, I lived in Oregon, and they had this they, <laughs> break dancing you, you, in Oregon. You First it. of all, who knew breakdancing in Oregon? But they used to, there was this place called the Job Corps, and they used to, they used to bust kids in from the inner city, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen year old kids, uh-huh. they bust them up from Los Angeles yeah. to this place way out in the woods, and try and like do different types of technical
9: training. Wow,
0: architect or you know whatever, carpenters, welders, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of.
9: uh Trade stuff. You know, trade stuff. Good trade stuff.
0: And uh, and the guys came up, and it was the boom of the break breakdance dancing. time, and I, I loved it. I went and saw, you know, I used to go wow. see all the movies and shit. Wow.
9: Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, right? absolutely. Breaking
3: 2. How were you at break it? Breaking 2. I was pretty good.
0: Yeah, I believe I was pretty that. good. That's, I, that's pretty good I can you know I'm old and fat now but I can still I can still do you some still things. make it happen oh well, yeah I guess what,
9: what, had to I can still make a few what, few things happen what, what brought you, we're not talking about the Naked Show at this point but
0: what, <laughs> I'm so sorry no, I just no, came no. and but, took
9: over listen, that was so weird we all I, enjoyed I, I, the Naked listen, Show it's, yeah. that's always the thing it's like oh my first set was so fun but there's not really as many, many stories it's like oh I did stand up and it was a blast and yes. I was nude and that's wild <laughs> what brought you out of Breakdown <laughs>
0: Uh, I don't know, man. I just got older and, and all the guys that were in the crew that I were in either went back or yeah. they got older and they moved into the town and sure. hung around, but
3: they were, you know, had jobs and shit. And sound like similar influences you know. that made all of us stop doing whatever we were doing when we were 12. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty,
0: there's some consistency <laughs> yeah, right. there. right, exactly. Exactly. That's exactly. Uh, right. I outgrew my fucking I- dirt bike. <laughs> I couldn't fit on it any uh, longer.
9: Yeah. Uh,
3: you know? Exactly.
9: Uh, that's Exactly. it. That's exactly it. It's
3: like, oh, you aged. Oh, you, you, yeah. you, you asked it as though it was sort of a former career, which is the best thing. Like, so, why did you? You sounded <laughs> like you, 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 really, you really, you really enjoyed. Out? You really enjoyed sixth grade. Why did you leave? What? What's what? How did that? How to tell? Tell me about that transition. Middle school seems scary. Like, why would you? Like, why so would you leave? Funny.
0: Oh, that's so hard that's of so you. Funny. That's hard of you, man. That's hard of you to leave like mm. that.
9: I
3: don't know. I don't all know, my, my friends, friends left. I all was the only friends. I stayed for three years. It? You know? and I was like, you know what? I got to
9: grow up. <laughs> yeah. I got to get out of this Trying to Peter Pan and it. it's just not working. <laughs> Peter quiet. Pan. Yeah. I mean, they made Hook, I guess, to confront that question for Peter Pan. I was just thinking about I, Peter Pan. I loved you know. Hook. Hook's great. I love her. Hook's great.
0: Mm-hmm. I was I mean, in that play when that movie came out. Whoa. Yeah, it was weird. Wait, was weird. how many things were you doing? Listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. all kinds of shit. That was <laughs> the, that I, I, I did the, I was Smee. I, I was 19 yeah, years you old. Were, I was yeah, 19. You were. I was 19 and I was Smee and they put gray in my hair uh-huh. and little lines on Not my face. Not bald? Faces and, you, went, you
9: just went
0: gray? No, nah, cause I had long ass hair. I had long ass hair down in my yeah. butt. And so they just made it all gray. Wow. Gave me all makeup and I had a little
9: cane. You had my, a cane. Okay, no, so you were no, like cane. So you weren't like burly Smee. You were like elderly Smee.
0: No, yeah, I was like probably eighty pounds lighter than I am now. So
9: <laughs> for sure. So I wasn't. What was your break I wasn't days? burly.
0: Thanks <laughs> for calling me burly, you okay. fucking twat. You SME is
9: burly. <laughs> I apologize. No,
0: uh, no, but Bob Bob Hoskins was so good in in the Smee. Like oh was, yeah, oh my was, god, he was so good. His Incredible.
9: SME, Anyways. Anyways. The Naked Show. The Naked they Show. They were great in there tonight. That was so fun. Thanks, man. I'm always shocked. Yeah. Like, I, I, am always shocked, um, at the, you know, we haven't met, which is silly. You know, we just, I'm so glad we met here. Um, are y'all around the senior in Boston doing, doing stuff? Uh,
3: that was my first time. Doing a stand-up show that was really fun. Oh my god! Yeah, it was oh my cool. god, that's fantastic. Yeah, I took a stand-up class with Dana, which was great. Oh, Dana's and, fantastic. Yeah, just finished that, and this this was the first time on stage with people who are in my class, that which is was amazing. great. Amazing. Yeah. Congrats. Thanks, and, man. And Lincoln,
1: um, I live in Cambridge. Cool. And uh, I haven't done the um, uh, stand-up before uh, in public. I, I've yeah. done it at a couple of, of weekend events where we cool. have a talent show, but. Uh, Nice. It's been fun. It's been yeah, a, a good time. And
9: you going to you going to do it again?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I've got to uh perhaps come up with some new material, but sure. we'll work on that.
9: Sure.
3: Yourself, you took the class. I, I would love to. A part of the reason I took the class was because I saw a stand-up show with you in it. You killed it. Oh It was really God. good. No, the Olive Garden. You're so, the guy at the Olive the Garden. Garden. Oh, I remember. <laughs> there's so many bits that you had that were really, really that good. Is so so sweet. Of yeah. And I didn't you,
9: mean to like lead you into that. No, I I'm. I'm I don't.
3: That, this is. I was, I was talking to Dan earlier about that, but uh, but part of why I like I went to the Naked Comedy Show thinking it'd be a cool thing to watch, and then it ended up being like weirdly moving. <laughs> like Aww. I wanted to do it. Yeah, but yeah. that was great. That great. So. I want to keep doing great? this. Yeah, that's <laughs> great.
9: And Dana is utterly fantastic. He's a really great teacher. I took yeah. that class. Oh yeah, years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Fun. Not that many. Not, like like two years ago. Like not long. When that I was long. twelve. Yeah, when <laughs> I was. I was, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like break dancing or class with Dana J. Yeah. <laughs> I
3: guess I did class.
9: <laughs> that's fun. That's yeah. great. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a really cool scene.
0: It's that's awesome.
3: What, yeah, I'm really excited about trying to be part of it. Uh, yeah, I love cool. I love that
0: story, man. When you tell that told that at dinner i was like that's so cool i would love that to be you know i, I was saying it to you like i would love that to, to be able to do comedy and then have someone go i, I, I know, decided to do this because i saw you like do comedy I was the, like, the like, most heartwarming cool thing, thing
9: i've ever heard I'm,
0: that's yeah. so nice it
3: was really fun to see uh so the, the way i stumbled into doing the show tonight was um i uh saw dan martin from across the restaurant at, amazing like, at a, um, uh ethiopian restaurant in central square yes and just like charged him when i saw him it was like hey man you're barter why i wanted i'm doing this thing Aww. right now and then next to him was Andy, which i didn't realize uh but it was really fun to sort of dan was i think having a little a rough day too so oh, to, to okay. get to see him light up with that news was, was cool that's so sweet yeah that's, that's so fun. sweet
9: <laughs> and then now you're on the show now i'm hanging out boom yeah. mm-hmm. now we're all hanging yeah yeah that's awesome Dig it! back that's in awesome. the green room with the boys <laughs> <laughs> That's, <Okay>. it, <laughs> That's it, baby. So your first time, not just at the Naked Show, but performing in front of people. Yeah,
3: I mean, the, the, the class is, you know, you're doing some performance practice. I've done, uh, I did a couple open mics. Cool. Um, which ones? I did, uh, the, uh, Comedy Lottery, which great. was great, and great. then the, um, the middle east which was uh, Excellent.
9: you know rough on um, yeah that that's both of the spectrum <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah. either side yeah. Yeah. comedy Lottery is known to be pretty warm pretty friendly it's at the studio it's like a theater space that yeah. everyone's sitting in the dark and watching the stage and then middle east of course is don't think. It's the most nightmarish open mic in Boston. It's really tough. Yeah, and, and the name of it. You and uh, know?
3: it's uh, what's what's funny too with those open mics is you know there there are time limits and there of course it's um, slightly different from what we were doing in class mm-hmm. uh, and what we were doing in class was very similar to what was tonight the five minute mm-hmm. so it was this was the first time I'd, I'd done the full set in front of someone who wasn't ah, in class which was cool
9: nice yeah and what did you work on at the open mics did you like take the first chunk or the last chunk I the first chunk do? is
3: the part I'm much more confident about okay. so I tried the last chunk which like doesn't involve an introduction and is a little bit of a weird cold opening and so was fun to try those in front of strangers. That's an open mic. Baby. Yeah.
9: That's awesome. Yeah, I love. Yeah, both of those spaces are so cool. Uh-huh. The Middle East is great. If you get a laugh at the Middle East, it means something. It means something. It's yeah. great. Yeah. You know. Ugh. And was Rob on earlier? Rob, host that, of course. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We
0: were talking to him about it, and he was he was talking. About, he's been doing it for thirteen years. Yeah,
9: Rob is the doing best. It for thirteen
0: years, and last week there was fifty three comics, and Matt was saying to him, "It's at some point." You're not really doing anything. You're just saying names. Yeah. You're just like Bill hmm and then, and then
3: the uh, time, and then it's Jim
0: Bell, Janice, Janice
3: He still has- Please come to the Janice <laughs> Aver. Yeah. Okay, now. he still had a good time with it, which was really cool to yeah. watch. Like that, that I imagine would be harrowing. For, well, what, yeah. what I said to him was, I
0: don't know how you haven't developed enough of an alcohol problem. <laughs> At this yeah. point that yeah. you've lost the gig. That's Honestly. A, that, I was like, at this point, after 13 years of going to one o'clock in the morning with 53 fucking comics, I think yeah. I'd lose my mind a little bit. Yeah. I did at seven and I wasn't nearly that busy. <laughs> I mean, I got, we I I did, you know, we get 25 comics. Maybe sure. that would be, that'd be a busy night. Sure. Like 35 would be a ridiculous night.
9: But we, you
0: know, I kept it to normally like eight, 15 to 18 yeah. comics.
9: Yeah. 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 And I, That's nice. That's a nice quick mic. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's like, you know, we'd go 9.30 to 11, 9.30 to 11.30, an hour and a half, two hours, just enough to, that, to keep people interested. Yes. And it's not, there's not, like in Boston, there's enough of a glut of comics that Mm -hmm. you can get a mic that has 53 comics on it regularly. Yes. But in order to get 18 comics in Manchester, New Hampshire, right. A lot of you guys would come up from Boston to come to Manchester, guys would come from Portland, guys would come from, so, you know, you don't get the fifty-three yeah. people, but yeah. If yeah. I had to do fucking four or five hours for th- uh, f- yeah, every week for years. thirteen years, it's I don't incredible. Think I would it. He's made a champion. It, dude. He, I mean, is a he, fucking, he is a fucking. I just found that out tonight, and I yeah. have such such a newfound respect for oh, Matt. Yeah.
9: I already respect him. I well, really, of I really like him a lot. Gas has but, been going like ten years too. I mean, yeah, yeah uh, it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. Like the, I don't know that you know, it, especially right now. I think it's like a weird. It's like a, I think we're in a transition phase in Boston comedy and I've only been doing it a couple of years, so I don't really know. I don't have like deep roots to be able to know. Like Rob would know better than I to be like, oh yeah, a lot of things are changing right now, but like Middle East, the gas, unshaken, like in all yeah, yeah. lost the studio. Like there's a couple of rooms that have sort of come and gone or big rooms that have, have left. Even like not to have Mendoza line on Saturdays is weird. Um, even though I think that's coming back uh, in March here, but, uh, like the, couple of spaces i've been renovating and then like one space renovated and then ended up just closing so it was like okay now that's gone and we're hoping that won't happen with mendoza but it's like i don't know it's weird so it's nice to it's nice that rob is keeping those things going yeah, because yeah. he is like the lifeblood of those places hmm. he's the best i don't know that's mike's you know and we were- the N- naked show has similarly been going for many years Right. Yeah,
3: Andy said 12, I think. 12, yeah.
9: 12?
3: 12, yeah. Yeah. Whoa!
9: Nuts, right? That is incredible. <laughs> Nuts. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, what the? <laughs> ay, 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 ay. I didn't even mean to. Oh, boy. <laughs> I wasn't even it trying. Is,
9: it is always oh. wild to see yourself naked up there. It's still it's still crazy. Like there's a part that I do like a deep bow and I land, you know, my head normally lands about at crotch level. It never is a big deal because I'm wearing pants like now. And then tonight it's like, wow, wow, okay. Too close. That's
3: my (laughs) job.
0: Hey, that's my upside down
9: penis.
3: Yeah. Look at that. I had no idea. All of a sudden the number of people who have seen my penis just skyrocketed. (laughs) Skyrocketed before. Because before it was just my mom and my dad. No, now (laughs) it's (laughs) I was going to ask like 200.
9: And I was like yeah, a bunch. Yeah, 202. That, that is like way higher. I was going to ask what the number was before and then allow you to just pull pull the ear and be like that's too personal a question I don't want to answer that. Yeah. But two. Yeah, uh, yeah,
3: two. Two. I assume my dad saw at some point. He's, he's sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh but yeah, that's a cool thing. Yeah. It's fun.
9: Yeah. I remember when I first started I was like I want to do the naked show. It's like, a that's rush. So crazy. Yeah.
3: It's, it's so a, crazy. A huge rush.
9: It just and like the point of like when you're backstage to me, taking shirt off, like I did theater, so like taking a shirt off, normal. Taking pants off, no, like a little, little odd but normal. Like you gotta keep an eye out, make sure you're not around anyone that it'd be weird, but not out of the question to be walking around in underwear backstage at a theater. And then, the when the underwear comes off, that's when I'm like, this isn't right. Yeah, <laughs> this can't be right. Yeah, but it happens
3: once a month, baby. First <laughs> Thursday. Here we are. Yeah, my my brother came tonight and he, he's he was so I'm I'm of South Asian ancestry. Okay. And um and he was like, You you're not gonna you gonna tell her mom? <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, I'll tell her. I'll tell her afterwards and he was like, Yeah, that's what you're gonna do, you're gonna tell her afterwards. After. So instead I told her before. Which Whoa. she uh, yeah, just, just cause he pushed me on it. And uh and I tried to explain to her that it was like a, a pretty cool moment when I went to see it, and she was like, I would die before I ever did anything like that. Oh, but you, my you gosh. do your thing, which oh, But like, she was supportive. She knew that it was happening, yeah, which, which was cool. She didn't immediately disown me. She's in Kansas City, and mm-hmm. we're in Cambridge right now, so it's not like she could do anything, but. That's still very cool yeah, that was she's cool. supportive. Yeah. I am, I'm going to sign off too. You want, hey, get on the mic. Come on, come on by.
9: Um, hey, good to be here. Y'all are the best.
3: That was fun. You're
5: mm-hmm. here. Do, 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 do.
0: Hello. Hello.
5: Hello. I'm Sparky.
0: Hey Sparky, how are you? I'm good. Get right in on that microphone. You wanna, uh. I have to get taller. Alright, there we go. Yeah, you can do that, <laughs> that works too. That's great. All right, you, did you do the show tonight, Parking? Yes, I did. Did
5: were, yeah. you, uh, were you booked? Or, or did you do the audience participation? No, no, no. I've I've been doing this way too long. <laughs> <laughs> I first got on stage back in 1982. Oh, dang it! Wow, cool. Yeah, yeah. I moved back to the area from New York, for, so um, this, I like this doing the show. I'm, actually, Andy and I met through a uh, mutual photographer, uh, Roger Haggerty. Who's probably best known for the covers of the, uh, Twilight series books.
0: Oh, okay. But, uh,
5: yeah, he's, his artwork is all over Vegas and he's won numerous awards. It's weird to see cause like, oh yeah, some guy found me on Facebook wants to take my picture, fine, for his uh, comedy thing. And then I looked at and say like, wow, you know, he's got a million dollars worth of equipment that he's using on me. <laughs> oh shit.
0: <laughs>
5: so, so, so. So
0: you've been doing stand up for a long
5: time? Yeah, yeah, it's like weird, man, because like, you know, Cribbins just passed away.
0: Yeah, so, I saw that. It's really uh, unfortunate. Did and, you know Barry?
5: Uh, back in the old dig days, yeah, yeah, I mean, um I was around, uh, uh I know we, we did about three shows that I know we were definitely on together, but you know, his impact. Uh, yeah. As, uh, you know, he, he basically left stand-ups to be able to pursue a, uh, um, his, uh, political um career and you know and you know just what you do you see the uh uh bobcat with the documentary about i him? did yeah you yeah it was really good yeah yeah well bobcat man <laughs> he was definitely a big influence because i remember seeing him at the taking home the first time and he just was on stage for i don't know uh, uh seven eight minutes and 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 maybe told like three jokes but you're laughing the whole time mm. because you just couldn't believe something like that actually existed.
0: Yeah, and then he did the he, Bobcat. Also, did the other special, the the movie about the Boston Comedy fest, about the bo- Boston Comedy Scene. And then at the end, there was like a culmination that was like a benefit
5: for Barry.
0: Yeah, yeah. He, <clears throat> I can't remember the name of the movie for some reason. It was something when, like
5: uh, when Stand Up stood out.
0: When Stand Up stood out,
5: that was it. Yep. Yeah, actually, I met the directors of that um, out at the Las Vegas Comedy Festival. You know, um, and uh, I thought that was Bobcat directed that. No, no, no. Oh. Hmm. Uh well actually I think there's probably more than one, so um I haven't seen Bobcats. Um uh, but uh when Stab stood out, um he was originally a um a kind of a comic himself and he actually ended up um doing a tonight show appearance And um, but yeah, when back in the those early eighties days, man, it was just incredible, you know. You know Um uh, you know, I remember uh you know, Jimmy Tingle having uh uh his his night. I probably did his more than anyone else's and uh just so many people that came out from that that group that mm. you know, I was like, Oh my goodness. Yeah, um uh the Sally Fields movie there. Um uh one of the comics was from Ding Ho and the uh with Tom Hanks. That horrible one about what it was really like back in stand up. But uh Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, been quite a ride. Yeah. So it was a, a doubly down day because this is actually Rich Seisler's, uh birthday. You know, you get those Facebook and he passed away about four years ago. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm glad I was able to like do some comedy to get, get back into the, uh, that headspace. Cause so comedy, do, you, do you do a lot of shows these days? Not as much as I used to. No, no. It's, uh, you know, uh, it's so weird, you know, like. You know, thinking that Dane Cook and Bill Burr used to open up for me and, <laughs> and just like, Crazy. you know, uh, it's just, it, I don't know, it, it, uh, I, I uh, maybe because of, uh, getting sober and everything, <laughs> I realized this isn't as important as I thought. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can still, do it. <laughs> well, it's still great because you had Valley D on earlier and, uh, I'm really, um, uh, I've been really trying to help her with, uh, With my knowledge, because I feel that you know, if I'm not going to do it, I might as well pass it along.
0: Hmm. You know, she's great, man. Her set was great. She just slayed it. I was I've seen bits of her before, but that was the first like like she really fucking murdered it up there tonight. I was very impressed with her. I I really liked her set a lot. I was laughing my ass off, and I'm not uh, you know, I don't give I don't give it away. (laughs) Yeah, I mean I'm not a snob. I'm not a snob, but I. You know, if it's not, if it doesn't get me, it doesn't get me.
5: Well, well, but that, she, she had me peeing my pants, man. It was a great set. Well, that was the thing. I mean, uh, it was a year ago, um, that I met her at the Naked Show. And, um, uh, I've offered my, you know, cause I've taught comedy, um, uh, out in LA. And, uh, well, it was, and I said, well, you know, I haven't done this in a while, but I see a lot of potential in you. And she's, she's smart. Uh, she's funny, um, uh, you know, she's got a love, love, and she's only been doing it like, uh, a little more than a year now. And really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, which means that, uh, yeah, again. That's
0: crazy. I see people that have
5: wow, that's great. Yeah. Year. Yeah. You don't realize that because you think like, you know.
0: She's a bad motherfucker, man. <laughs>
5: She really is. Yeah, I'm, I'm very, I'm, uh, you know, she got her first. A year! Jesus, that's crazy. Yeah, she got her first, uh, um, she texted me, uh, two weeks ago, got her first, uh, festival, uh, Washington D.C. So she's she Good got for her. Central, so. it's good for her. She deserves it. Yeah, What's well, the thing about it. That's the other thing about it. She's got such a great heart. Oh my god. She's just, you know, it, 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 She's got, she's got a sweetness, and innocence, and intelligence, and just there's so mm-hmm. many things I see in her that just, uh, you know, and I'm glad that everyone else is starting to see that now with her. It's like, you know, she's on her way.
0: I hope so. She deserves it. She deserves it. She's a funny lady. Do you guys have anything you want to plug? No?
2: No.
0: Any any, any shows that are coming up that anybody wants to say anything about? or?
5: No, I'm just uh, here to give some Valley D support. We're Valley d in our lives. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you guys for coming out and doing the podcast.
0: I appreciate it. Everybody tell me your names one more time. Everybody say your name. Uh,
3: my name is Oyan.
1: My name is Lincoln.
0: Oyan Lincoln. Sparky. Sparky and Nick David here signing out from Backstage of the Naked Comedy Podcast. All right. Peace. <laughs>